Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanet III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the electric shit show <laughs> <laughs> that is the MTV hit, The Hills. Absolutely. That's us. That is us. Um, today we're <laughs> going to be starting season four. Episode one, We'll Never Be Friends. New season. New so season. I, yeah, we're in a new season. I've got a little boost. Um, now, Which is good because I <laughs> Now, in, in interest of full disclosure, I should let all of you know that I worked all day. I had a very trying day before coming here. And I'm doing a whole 30. And I'm on day four of it. So I am a cranky asshole. So just <laughs> like heads up. like This actually wasn't a bad episode for you to watch then. No, it was very good. I have a lot to be cranky about. Um, and then now in terms of house cleaning, do you have any? Cause I just have one thing. Well, I did want to say thank you. We got two new reviews. <gasps> yes. Which is very exciting. And we got two new star ratings. Yay. Thank you everybody. So we rounded out Frankica pretty strong. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So we have 15 star ratings now. That's good. It's That's not awesome. Bad. Almost it's not doubled. Bad. Yep. I'm not complaining about that. Um, and then other than that, I wanted to clear up the air dates between season three and season four, just so people kind of know what we're dealing with going into the episode. So season three finale aired on May 12th, 2008. Okay. And season four premiered on August 18th, 2008. Okay. So that's really quick. Very quick. So we just took 12 weeks off and now we have a whole new season worth of stuff. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what we discover. Um, and my house cleaning is that Christine at C Kennedy nine two five on um, Twitter tweeted the podcast and said the Washington Post Express stole your idea hashtag the hills too and the Washington Post did a little article that said MTV already picked up the hills second generation twenty years in advance yes um, Jason Waller of the Hills fame and his wife Ashley Slack are expecting a baby we absolutely love kids and are so happy to be finally starting a family of our own he told Entertainment Tonight. Two co-stars from The Hills, Lauren Conrad and Whitney Porter, are also expecting babies this year. Um, so thank you for being on the lookout. And yes. um, you heard it here first, guys. So if The Hills 2 does happen, we will be suing for copyright infringement. Yeah. Well, and Kristen Cavallari also has two boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. We can get the whole... And Heidi and Spencer are getting pregnant any second. Like, they're picking out names. Spencer's taking care of hummingbirds. Like, shit is going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was going on with the hummingbirds? Oh, so Spencer found a hummingbird nest in his backyard okay. and went like bat shit, like there were eggs in it. And he went and bought like feeders and all this stuff. And then like a mouse stole one of the eggs and uh, ate it. Okay. And he like got really upset and then he forgave the mouse and now hummingbirds had, like it's a whole thing. But he's definitely being very paternal. Well, it was on the Daily Mail. Oh, it was? <laughs> yeah. A lot of his weird Snapchats end up on the Daily Mail ever since they were on Big Brother. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, they're a big deal in England. People care about them for now. All right. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Anything about... Well, there are some, actually, I don't even need to ask. There are some notes from last season because... Fuck yeah, there are. In Hill's fashion, they decided to leave scenes out completely and just sort of allude to them as this happened since we've been gone, which it's and all fake. So I'm none of it really did. But. Livid that we didn't get to see Brent give Heidi a dressing down for her whole bullshit. And fuck <clears throat> you that you weren't fired. Like yeah. that is insane. So we don't get an episode where Heidi has to 
go on the carpet, be called on the carpet for her whole, I'm blowing off my boss in Vegas and not even telling him and I'm just going to go home. I'm going to miss the plane and go home with my boyfriend. Like, well, her boss and her boss's boss. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just didn't get on the plane. Um, horrible, reprehensible. So all we get in this last season bullshit is a two second clip of Brent being, uh, voiceover saying like, you know, Heidi is in trouble at work. And then Brent saying, like, you're really going to have to prove yourself now. Well, no, you're fired. I'm sorry. Like, she should have been fired 50 times over for other things way before this. But come on. I mean, really. Yeah. That was the most egregious one. Um, I mean, I'm all for suspension of disbelief. But there's no way anyone in the whole world would believe she still had a job at Bowl House after pulling that stunt. No. The other clip that they showed that we never saw was of Lauren, Lowe, and Andrina popping champagne in their new house. Yeah. We never saw that. Nope. We sure did not. We've just seen a lot of (laughs) hair pulling via sad conversations. Because obviously that scene was cut from the actual episode we saw when they walked through the house with like the ladder and the drop cloths everywhere. Why was was it cut? I don't know. uh, So... That's all I have to say about the scenes up top. You know what this is beginning to remind me of? It's like, did you watch Arrested Development? Some of it. Okay, you know how they would always do the scenes from next week? Yeah. And it would be totally made up and have nothing to do with the episode? Yeah. That's what this is. (laughs) Maybe that's where they got it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, So we opened the episode and we are at People's Revolution. Yes. Lauren and Whitney are sitting at their facing desks, not doing much of anything. Just catching up. And Whitney asks Lauren how the house is going. Lauren says it's the same, meaning that relationships are still a bit fraught, apparently. And that they are throwing a birthday party for Audrina at the house. And then Lauren quickly segues and says, I have a date tonight. (laughs) So Lauren has a date tonight and she went to his senior prom with him. Not her senior prom. She went with her friend David, as us Laguna fans know. And she says that his name is Doug. So I can save my background for Doug until later. Or maybe we should wait till we see Doug. Yeah. Um, my issue with, not with this, but with Lauren, is that, what the fuck, Lauren? Stop with the leftovers. Stop trying to redate everyone I you know. dated in high school. You yeah. are 22 years old. Find the new man. Yeah. She also says the last guy she dated was Brody when Heidi and Spencer set them up on a date. I wrote lies in all capital letters with multiple exclamation exclamation points. That was almost two and a half years ago now, wasn't it? she has dated numerous people between. They just haven't been on the show. Who are you fucking trying to kid? And I think soon in real life at this time, she's about to date Kyle Howard for several years. A long time. They dated for a very long time. Yeah. So I think he's he's in the background somewhere soon. It was when she was still on the hills just Yeah, because the end. he wouldn't be on the show. Yeah. He refused. Yeah. Yeah. So lies. So then we go to Bolt House, where Heidi apparently still has a job, and she's hanging out with Kimberly. <laughs> Who should be a model? Yeah. She looked stunning. Kimberly's up for Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, she's always looked good, but she like she should model. And she's not the only coworker that stepped up their game this season, as we'll get to. Yes, that's true. So Heidi tells Kimberly that her sister is coming to town for the weekend. Kimberly points out that Heidi doesn't sound very excited. I would agree. And she says, Well, it's not great timing because Spencer just moved back in, and I haven't told Holly, her sister. 
that he's moved back in and I haven't told Spencer that she's coming. Now, I have to say that watching this with fresh eyes and knowing <laughs> what we know now, it's almost comical. It's like the it's fact really that like, they're trying to start drama where there is none. It's just funny. Like, it, because no one is as stupid as they're portraying Heidi in this. Of course she's going to know Spencer's going to be mad. Of course she lives with Spencer. They hang out all the time. Of course she'd be like, hey, my sister called. She's coming to visit. Isn't that great? I mean, the fact that they're literally creating drama out of thin air, it's comical to me. It is. And I was thinking about it before we started season four, because I watch a lot of reality TV, as I know you do. And The Hills was legendary at this point because... It's just not the way reality TV is done anymore. Producer prompts do happen, but now they just throw alcohol at the problem yeah. and let these people explode. And the Hills didn't really do that. Jason was a hint of that. Lauren got wasted sometimes. Once in a blue. Yeah. But not, yeah. And I don't if know. If this were a modern day show, I don't think it would last as long. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it would last as long in the format that it's in. If they had gone the other route and just let them be wasted all the yes, time. Yes, that's oh, what yeah. I mean. Like, for sure. But this, if it were on the air today as is, it would not keep up with the Vanderpump rules and the... Oh, definitely not. Yeah. No, no way. It's way too tame. Way too tame. Yeah. So I I just started to laugh hearing this because it's just so dumb. Yeah, it is. I was like, why can't we all just get drunk and have Holly and Spencer get in a fight? That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I should have been a producer yet again. So... Then we go to Epic Records, mm -hmm. and this is where we see the other co-worker, who could almost take up modeling, not as much as Kimberly. Kiara looks great. Amazing. She has lost some weight. She got a new haircut. She got bangs. She's wearing, like, an Audrina sexy tank top at work. She has upped her game, and good on her. Yeah, she looked awesome. Yeah, she did. So Audrina stops by her desk carrying a bunch of stuff. Like she works in the mail room because she probably does. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiara asks her what's going on or, you know, what's new. And Audrina says that she's having a birthday party this weekend. Lauren and Lowe are throwing it for her. They're making an effort. And then Kiara asks how it's going. And Audrina says, well, Lowe's always super bitchy, but that's just how she is. I think she is being super bitchy, so I don't... A thousand percent. I couldn't pay attention to this because I was so distracted by the Sarah Bareilles poster that was <laughs> behind Audrina the entire time. Yeah. I guess Sarah Bareilles is with Epic Records, and now we know. I guess. Yeah. I mean, this is before she was trying to go to space, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's Sarah Brightman. I thought it was Sarah Bareilles. No, it's I thought that was... the one that's going to space. I thought it was Sarah Brightman, the, like, opera singer. Is it? <laughs> Do you want me to check real quick? Is Sarah Brightman the one that was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yeah, I think so. She's the, like, classic singer. Okay, then it's her. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I have to show <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Sarah Bareilles that was going to space. No. Oh, I'm searching in my podcast app. That won't get it That done. is not going to help us at all. Um, yeah, because <laughs> on um, Lady Watch, they all the time are talking about, like, yes. her going. Um, so is it Sarah Brightman? Let's see. Yeah, she was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay, then it's her. Sorry, never mind. Sarah Bareilles <laughs> isn't going to space. But either way, I was very distracted by the poster. This is what happens That's when really you haven't had sugar, caffeine, alcohol, grains, or anything for four days. You can do it. 
So. Just 26 more days to go. <laughs> it'll, it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. You got it. It'll, it'll, you it'll got it. scooch by. Yep. So then we are at Chez Ambiance, and we get the saddest shot we may have ever seen at the apartment of Holly sitting next to Spencer on the couch, speechless. Yeah. They don't even look like they're watching TV. They look like they're sitting in silence. Uh, I think Spencer is playing with his phone. Black even Bear. worse. Oh, even worse. But again, this is so... First of all, we're not to... Are, are we really to believe that Heidi didn't know what time Holly's flight was coming in? Like, it, it, no one was going to pick her up at the airport? Like, all of this is done. Plus, I thought that we had read in all of the Hills lore that that was Holly's apartment. Yeah. I mean, that was allegedly Holly's apartment they were filming in and fake living in. So, <laughs> so she arrived early to her, to her own, own apartment. Yeah. It's so convoluted and weird. Yeah. But again, like, let's make some fake drama. Let's pretend that Holly got in early and surprised Spencer before Heidi got a chance to come home and warn him. Right. So, but this scene is, it, it's ridiculous. So Heidi comes in and says, oh, you're early. And Holly says, Yeah. And then Heidi and her hug and Spencer immediately gets up and says, I'm going to let you two catch up. You've been sitting next to her for a, presumably a while. Why do you have to get up now just to make a scene? Because you're yeah. being a little prick. So he storms out like a child, even though he's been keeping Holly's company for who knows how long. And Heidi says, I'm going to go check on him. Okay, so then we can hear sort of a voiceover of Holly. Holly, we see Holly sitting on the couch listening to them talk about her. And she says, it's my sister. She's here for two days. And I don't even know what Spencer says back because it's just so stupid. And Heidi says, that's my sister. Please be nice. There's no reason for him not to be nice. Well... No, there is no reason for him not to nice. But here's the thing. If this really had gone down the way they're purporting it to have gone down, um, I, if I was Spencer in his shoes and my significant other's sibling just showed up out of nowhere on my front door and no one had told me they were coming... I would have been a little taken aback and annoyed. I would not have been annoyed at the sibling. Yeah. Because I'm assuming I get along with them and like, oh, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were coming. Come on in. And then later at an opportune moment, grab my yeah. partner and been like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me they were coming? Like, right. this is weird. He can be mad at Heidi, but he can't be mad at Holly. Yes. But um, obviously I think, you know, we know this is fake and that he's trying <laughs> to like, they're trying to ramp up drama where there is none. The also, it's, I feel like Holly... I mean, we know Holly was in on it because apparently she actually likes Spencer in real life, at least at this point. Um, it, no one could have someone be that rude to them and continue to be so nice. I know. Like, Holly should have yeah. been like, I'm just going to go. Like, I'll go to a hotel. I'll call right. Lauren, whatever. Right. Like, I am not going to be talked to this way. I feel very uncomfortable. She wouldn't keep, like, making the effort to be nice. That's either. a good point. I agree. Um, Heidi in this scene is wearing her double tank top again, but she's wearing basically two pieces of lingerie. They are silk camisoles with lace at the top, and she's wearing one in sort of a champagne nude, or maybe a rosé color, and a navy. Well, she just come from work, and you know how she likes to wear lingerie to work, so. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. 
(laughs) Then we are at the house, which we still haven't named. Okay, I have two thoughts. And this could be the lack of sugar in my system. But um, my two suggestions are either, and this is mostly because of low, the cunt castle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to say that every episode. Um, Or the labia lounge. We can call it labia lounge. It doesn't quite strike at its bitchiness, though. No, I really like the cunt castle, but... <laughs> you, I'll let you say it. Okay, I'll say it. Okay. So we are... We'll just call it CC for short. We'll just call it the castle. Yeah. So we're at the castle, and... <laughs> there you go. It'll make me laugh every time I call it that anyway. And Lauren is getting ready for her date, and Lauren asks how she looks, because Lo is standing there watching... And Lo says, you look great. I would totally date you. And Lauren looks very pretty. She does look pretty. And as uh, Mare actually pointed out to me later in the episode, but it was throughout, um, she has gotten rid of her short hair and gotten in some ass-long extensions. Like, they are long. Yeah. And she's still doing her braid bang that you love so much. Yeah, I know. I actually, I should have done one today for you, but I didn't. Um, but this is, I think it's Lauren's best looking season. I th- oh, she looks great. Yeah, she, she looks, looks absolutely great. Yeah. And I will say that I like her at, at this age in longer hair. Yes. I like the longer hair better than the shorter hair. Yeah. So Lo says to Lauren that she should invite Doug, her date, to the party. And Lauren... Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about? Real quick. Yeah. Er, rewind. Holly has a really weird tattoo on her wrist. Oh, yes. We did a little deep dive. We can't figure out what it is. To me, it looks like an autograph. Yeah. Like it says Ashley or Ollie. It's very confusing. So if any of you out there happen to know what Holly Montag's wrist tattoo is, hit us up and let us know. Right. We saw the one on her back on the internet. We don't need to know what that one says. We already yeah. looked that up. But yeah, this it's is on her on wrist. Her wrist. <laughs> um, so... After Lo tells Lauren, you should invite Doug to the party, Lauren retorts with, I think you and Audrina should have fun tonight. And Lo, I think, just rolls her eyes and says, whatever. I am... Like, to me, this season, end of last season and this season, the Audrina Lo drama is the Justin Bobby Audrina drama. Yes. It makes no sense. Yep. We have no reason for why it's happening. No one has explained what it's about. It's so nonsensical to me. Because it's not at all real. Oh, of course it's not at all real. Yeah. But it's just weird. Like, they they could have at least had them fake a big fight or something. Yeah. I feel like at this point, I was watching it for the clothes and the hair. First, like, I don't think I was that much... I don't think I was super invested in who was friends with who. I was watching it to see what fucked up thing Spencer would do next. Yeah. Like at the time I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what the fuck Spencer's going to do. But the dynamic at the castle, I didn't care. I remember thinking low came across bitchy, but see, and the funny thing is I don't remember the first time not disliking low. Like I, I, I mean, my memories of Lo when we decided to do this whole podcast were like, oh, I love Lo and I can't wait for Lo, and I'm like, oh, Lo is being a real. See you next Tuesday now. So I don't. She swings back. I know she swings back, but I'm yeah. trying to remember at, at the time of my first viewing if whose side I was on, whether it was Audrina or Lo, and I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't remember. Well, I think the other thing that gets strange about this storyline with Audrina and Lo is that 
I think it just vanishes one episode. They kind of have it out and it's awkward and they avoid each other and then all of a sudden they're all like out to dinner or whatever. I think it just fades away and they pretend that it never happened. Anyway, so then Lauren's date, Doug, shows up and Doug is Doug Reinhardt. He, so Lauren apparently dated him very loosely off and on before she dated Jason in Laguna Beach. He's from that part of California as well, but went to a different school. He is the older brother of Casey, who Laguna Beach fans will remember. She was a couple years younger than Lauren, but in that second season, Lauren took her under her wing and no one quite knew why. And I think it's because Lauren was dating her older brother. And Casey had just started at Laguna Beach High School because she had changed high school. So Lauren was helping her navigate things, even though Lauren had graduated by then. And then um, other people will know Doug Reinhardt because he went on to date Paris Hilton for a little bit. He sure did. Yeah. I would call him Kendall cute. He's attractive. He's very attractive, but I don't think he's Kendall attractive. I find him like a bro attractive. He's very bro-y. Yeah. Well, I have a description for the party later. Yeah, he's... But I think of... I mean... I think of Ken as kind of a bro, whereas you probably think of... <laughs> I think of, a, like, a, if you describe someone as a Ken doll, I think of more, like, carved out of cream cheese, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, well, Doug was a... I think he was a minor league baseball player, so he... Was it baseball or hockey? It was baseball? I think it was baseball. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he's like a real bro, sportsy yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, he looks like an athlete. But he's, he's one of those people that's undeniably attractive. And he at least looks like a man, thank God. Yeah, he doesn't... Other, like, unlike Stephen Collette. You You could never walk by him and say, that guy's ugly. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with the fact that he's very attractive. And he's wearing just, like, a crisp white button-down, and he's got a nice tan. It doesn't look fake. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. And he greets her at the door and says, hey, babe. Which, sure, throw, yeah. on, throw on the compliments. Go for it. They are driving to... Their date. Oh, wait. Now, did we say, when Lauren was getting ready, did we already mention the fact that Lo told Elsie, you should invite Doug to Audrina's If the date yeah. goes well, invite Doug to Audrina's yeah. party. Okay. Yeah. So, they get in his Range Rover, and they're driving to their date. She asks if he's adjusting well to LA. He says, yeah. And then Lauren did the same thing that she did when she was in the car with Steven. She just drops this, hey, remember when? Yeah, but no one cares. She says, remember when I used to just drive by your house and then I would call you and ask you to come out? Yeah, that's because the Reinhardts live in a huge mansion and you probably just didn't want to hit the call box, so you called him. You can't pull up to a mansion that has a gate. Or you're a weird, pathetic dum-dum and you were stalking him. I also think that's a teenager thing to do. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm in your neighborhood. Whatever. Um, so then they go to Red Pearl Kitchen and he, I think, sort of says, what have you been doing with yourself the last four years? But neither of them really answered the question. They basically, they don't. Yeah, it was dumb because she's like, yeah, I know. I feel like we have to cover four years in this one dinner and then they cover nothing. Nothing, yeah. Also, let's not be stupid. Like, I, later in their conversation too, he asked about... Audrina, people in the house, whatever. I'm sorry. You dated this girl. You're for sure watching the reality show she's on. 
Like, you know all these people. You know what's going on with her life. Yeah. Like, I don't expect me to not believe that, Doug. Yeah. So then they order drinks. Lauren gets a fuzzy dragon. And uh-huh. Doug orders a Stella. And Lauren decides to be a genius and psychoanalyze him and says that beer makes him a guy's guy. Wow, Lauren. That's really groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Please, give us more in-depth analysis. Mm. Jeez. And then I got really distracted, and this is why I retroactively brought up Holly's wrist tattoo, because Lauren has something on her wrist as well, and we couldn't tell if it was, like, a club stamp that hadn't been washed all the way off, or if someone had, like, written on her wrist. Yeah. But it was, like, hearts and squiggles and... It looked like if I drew a heart with little wings on it on my wrist right now. Yeah. Maybe I will. It's a little weird. (laughs) So then he says that she's still gorgeous and that they should do this again sometime. They haven't eaten yet or taken a sip of a beverage at this point. So I guess their date's going well because he wants to take her on another one already. Well, it's going real well because within the first two minutes, she invites him to (laughs) Audrina's party. And I was like, "That Lauren, that was not your mission. No. It was if the date goes really well, like at the end of the night, then invite him. They haven't even gotten appetizers. And she's like, you should come to my roommate's party. Yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, is this for one of your friends? And she says, yeah, one of my best friends. Oh, really? That's all I'm going to say about that. So he says he'll be there. Because, duh. And then we are back at Chez Ambiance. Yeah. It is the next day. Holly is up and in the kitchen making breakfast for herself and Heidi and Spencer. And Spencer. Which is a very nice thing for a house guest to do. Yes. Heidi gets up and says, wow, you're an early bird. We are late birds. Well, no, she said, Holly says, where's Spencer? And Heidi says, I don't know, probably sleeping. You're an early bird. Like, we don't get up as early as you. We're late birds. Now, I have two problems with this. (laughs) Heidi, you motherfucker, you live in a one-bedroom apartment. Like, you sleep in the room with Spencer. If Spencer's sleeping, you know exactly where... What do you mean you don't know? There are two rooms in your apartment. Living room, bedroom. Yeah. Obviously, he's asleep in the bedroom. And, quite frankly, Holly was dumb to ask. Because, obviously, whatever the fuck. And (laughs) then, number two, it's noon. Like, I'm not an early bird either. It's noon. Yeah. Like, that's not an early bird. It's fucking noon. And Holly is on a different time zone. So, for her, it's really, what, two? One. There's only one hour difference between... What's Mount, mountain and Pacific? I thought mountain is one... Oh, central is one different yeah. from us. Yeah. Is Colorado mountain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's on a different time zone anyway, so... So it's one o'clock. One o'clock time. for her. Yeah. I, I don't How know. How is that early? I mean, she's and, acting like it was 7 a.m. And if Heidi had a job, doesn't time before noon exist to her at all? No. I mean, granted, I think it's supposed to be Saturday, but still. And here is another thing where, um, actually, now that I think about it, the timeline's fucked because of what they end up doing later. Yeah. Because that takes a long... We'll talk about it later when it happens, but that takes a long time. Yeah. And they would have had to be where they were, where it happened early. Yeah. Not well afternoon. Yeah. Okay. So then the scene is hardly worth explaining because Spencer comes out and is he he does look like he was asleep but I think he's also pretending that he was asleep yeah he's throwing it on a little bit and 
Holly offers him breakfast and he's a dick about it. I don't understand. He's a super dick. And this was another case where Holly was just like taking shit and eating it. And then yeah. it was annoying me because he, she makes him breakfast. He's like, I'm not hungry yet. Oh I'm no. Not. He says, I'm all set with that. Yeah. Say no. Thank you. And for those of you who follow Spencer now on Snapchat, you know that's bullshit. The motherfucker loves to eat. If someone made him <laughs> breakfast, he would be all over that shit. Like, he might grab the plate in a dickish manner, go into the bedroom and eat it alone, but he's going to eat the breakfast. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. So, Heidi says something to him, you know, basically asking him not to be rude, and he tells her to mind her own business. Mm-hmm. And... So then he storms off second time. Even before that, Holly is saying things like, oh, maybe I'll wash these dishes. They look like they've been in the sink for forever. I mean, she's bending over backwards to try to like make peace and be nice. And Spencer's having none of it. And I'm really annoyed we didn't get a scene of Holly being like, fuck you. Like, I'm trying really hard to like be the nicest house guest possible. And you're being a dick. Yep. So Spencer storms off for the second time in this episode to to go back to bed. And Heidi does say, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that feels like the one natural moment in this fake scene. <laughs> and Holly is like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Also. More flapjacks. <laughs> like to blow a little hole in this as well. Because are we, t- like who let in the camera crew? Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> like someone sure. had to get up and let the camera crew and the boom mic guy in. Yeah. <laughs> Even thought yeah, that. someone has to let the cameras in the house. Like, there's, it's not like, oh, we're gonna sleep all day. Like, the, the oh. production is coming. Yeah. <clears throat> so, then we are at the castle, <laughs> and it is Audrina's birthday party, and I actually want to be at this party. It is. <laughs> it's very black and white, not racially speaking, but I called it hot topic meets Abercrombie. Oh. A thousand percent. Like, (laughs) I wanted to be at this party. I was hot for all the guys at this party. Like, those were my people back in the day. There was a guy with a giant pink mohawk. Like, I was into it. Yeah. Adrena's friends are just way more fun. Sorry. Well, and I, I sort of had a thing for guys that looked like that, but mine was more sort of skater boys than punk boys. But I feel like having the option of jocks and punk guys at the same time would have been really exciting for me. At that age. So (laughs) I don't get what the big problem is. I don't know why Lauren and Lo are being so awful, but we'll get there. Well, and I also don't understand why none. I mean, Audrina is friends with Brody and Lauren's friends. Like why were there? And Frankie's there. Like why were they not invited? Frankie was there. But only Frankie was, but Brody was, and Jaboy, and Jamoke, and like the whole. No, Brody and Frankie showed up together because they had matching Lakers jerseys on. No, I thought Doug and... Oh, you're right. Doug and Frankie had you're the right. jerseys on. Brody wasn't there. Right. Which yeah, means that, that Frankie and Doug are friends, which is weird enough. Oh, itself. they make Doug one of the boys overnight. Um, But I just thought it was strange. Like, Audrina is friends with these people as well. So I get... If you're having a big pool party for your roommate, who knows your friends too, you would invite everyone. Right. So, basically, they're just 
two sides to this party all of a sudden. Oh, actually, though, I forgot. We're skipping ahead because the party hasn't started yet. Like, the people haven't showed up. Right. They're they're filtering in, though. And Lauren is asking Andrina how many candles she wants on her birthday cake. And they ask her who she invited. And she says she invited all the people she goes out with and Justin Bobby. And she said, too, and she said it nicely. She's like, I invite all the people that I go out with. So, like, when you guys are always like, where is she? Who is she with? Like, right. you're going to get to meet those people. And we definitely saw a few of them, though, because this is where I said hot topic. <laughs> but I think it was after the kitchen conversation is when they showed up because we hadn't seen anybody yet. And so this is where I, because originally in my head, in my notes, I had been calling it the Labia Lounge up till this moment. Yeah. Um, and then in my notes, I just wrote in all caps, Lowe is a cunt. And yes. That's where the cunt castle came to me. Yes. Because Lowe is being so bitchy and awful and nasty to Audrina for no reason. And she says in the nastiest tone when Audrina says who's coming to the party... We're just going to have to enjoy the company that comes. Yeah. And I'm like, you are a bitch. Like, why are you being such a bitch? Also, who cares? It's not your birthday party, Lo. Yeah. It's Audrina's. Well, and if you didn't want to do it that badly or you're going to try and ruin it for Audrina, why did you volunteer to throw it at your house? And what did they do? Like, there's all this talk throughout the episode of the party, after party, whatever, about all of this supposed work an effort that poor Lo and Lauren had to put into this park. What? I didn't see a single piece of food. No. It, everyone was in the backyard the whole time. They weren't even in the house. I saw boxes of booze and plastic cups. Yeah. And they what bought did you a do? cake. Yeah. What did you do? What was so hard? The tiki torches were already there from, uh, from season three. Yeah. I mean, this looked like a lot less effort than the housewarming party. Yeah. And they weren't dying over that. And Audrina helps with that. Yeah. And Audrina shouldn't have to help with her own birthday party. No. Like... If they didn't want to do it, they shouldn't have thrown her one. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. So, I was really annoyed. And the other thing that I think is karma for Lowe's bad attitude is that she looks like shit. She looks like total yeah, shit. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. I don't... Her skin got a once over in a really bad way, which I feel I feel bad saying that, but it's... But I almost feel like she hasn't jumped on the hair and makeup bandwagon yet. No. Also, Lauren looks fantastic in this scene. Yeah. And I think it's making Lowe look worse. <laughs> Lauren, I, I'll describe it now, but I didn't notice it until the scene after. She's wearing what looks like a navy blue kind of flowing dress, but it's a long top with spaghetti straps and short shorts, and she looks really casual and beautiful. Yeah. I'm all about Lauren and casual wear. No, no more of this cocktail dress for pool parties. I'm over it. So then we go to Privé Salon... And this is where the timeline comes in. Yeah. So it always comes back to the hair. So they're taking. So Heidi has taken Holly to Privé to get hair extensions. Is this Ken Pavic? What's the guy's name? Who used to be friends? Oh no, it's not his salon. I was thinking of Ken. Oh. Um, the guy who's friends with Jessica Simpson, Ken Pavic. Oh no! Yeah, with the horrible Sorry. plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. No. I can't remember his name. But I wonder if about him anymore. And they're not friends anymore. They had a huge falling out. No, I know, but I thought maybe his last name was Purvey. Never mind. Move yeah, on. no, it's not his. It's not his salon. Um. So Heidi has taken Holly to get hair extensions. Weirdly, not color, which I thought was weird because she had really bad grown out roots. So I don't know why they didn't color it and give her hair extensions. But doing hair extensions, like I am crazy fast at it. And I can do a whole head in about two, three hours. Um, but she, but I am faster than most. And I was watching while they were doing them, and they were going pretty fucking slow. So I would say it's a four or five hour commitment. First of all, 
there's no way they were still at home at noon and then made it to purvey on the same day to get that. Cause I'm sure the salon's only up until like six. And then on top of that, if your sister is only in town for the weekend, why would you spend five hours of it at a salon? I don't know. And then I have something to say about it later when Holly leaves, because I, it's a, I don't know. I don't get it. And they call it an LA makeover even though she's there for 48 hours and they start talking about Spencer and Holly says, you haven't told our parents about any of this drama with Spencer. Heidi says she doesn't want her family and her relationship. I don't care. And Holly says, I don't want you to sacrifice anything else for this relationship. And rightfully so. Yeah. Hashtag too bad. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> and what if she's she only getting like, I start- don't want your parents are in your relationship because Spencer just shows up in Crested Butte all the time when you run off screaming and then he comes home with you. I mean, like, your parents are in it, whether you like it or not. Well, they're also not that in it. They live in Colorado. You live here. You already live together. You were engaged and now you're not. You're doing whatever you want to do anyway. So what exactly are you afraid of your parents doing? Well, I think when she says, I want to keep my parents out of it she means that like she doesn't want them to know what's going on not that she really wants to keep them out of it she doesn't want to deal with the blowback then don't be on tv yeah pretty much (laughs) so then we're back at the party at the castle and lauren goes inside into the kitchen again we you know they were in the kitchen before now she's back and lo pops into the kitchen and lauren says where have you been and Lo says, I've been upstairs playing with the dog. There's yeah. a little bit of continuity. At least we know they still have a dog. <laughs> and Lauren is telling Lo that she needs help. With what? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I can't figure that out. Me either. But fair enough. She feels like she's, at the very least, she feels like she's facing a group of people she doesn't know by herself. And so I can see where she wants another host so that Audrina can just have fun. But I still don't get what the problem is. She knows other people there, but whatever. And Lauren says, this is where we need to make an effort. And Lowe says, I think we have made an effort and I don't think it's reciprocated. So I don't, I don't want to make any more effort. And it's uncomfortable. And I wrote in my notes in all caps, like, what does Lowe want? Like, I don't understand what she wants Audrina to do. Me either. Like, what did she expect Audrina to do at this party? Like, what is Audrina not doing at this party that's annoying Lo? Like, was she supposed to Lo be... hasn't even gone outside. No. I mean, was she supposed to go get her and say, like, these... And this is why I'm a little annoyed, because I Lo, to me, seems like the type who would be like, oh, those guys look a little, like, creepy and not my style. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with that. Like, I think that's partially what's going on. And then I had a huge epiphany when Lauren went outside to talk to Doug and Frankie. Do you think part of the reason she's hiding upstairs is because of Frankie? Maybe. Like, maybe this is right after they'd stopped their little romance and she didn't want to hang out with them, especially if there wasn't other of their friends around. Like... The person for her to be talking to would be Frankie. Yeah. Because that's who she knows, and maybe things are awkward between them. She would also know Doug from Lauren dating him after high school. Yeah. But I, I thought that maybe a little <clears throat> bit of it might have been hiding from Frankie. Maybe. Um, and Lo is wearing the dress version of Lauren's top. Yeah. <laughs> when I said they're the type of friends who dress alike. Bam. Yeah. 100%. Yep. So Lauren goes outside and tells Frankie that Lo and Audrina aren't getting along. Fine, but it's one-sided. 
Well, maybe not until later. And Frankie says he had a feeling. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and Lauren says she wants it to be how it used to be. Well, Lo and Audrina never got along, so I don't know what you're wishing for. Yeah. I don't know. So then we go back to Shay Ambiant and Holly is leaving. Yep, getting in a cab. And she says, I can't believe I'm leaving already. I had the best time ever. Excuse me? Excuse me? You got accosted over breakfast and you got extensions and now you're leaving. Where was the good time? Who knows? And then she says maybe she'll move out to LA. And Heidi's first response is, where would you stay? It's not, why do you want to move out here? It's not, you know, it's just, it's so bizarre and so stupid. And Holly offers up her own reasoning and says, I don't have a lot going on in Colorado anyway. And I guess I would stay here for a little while. No, she's like, could I, and I, could I stay here? Like, just for like a week or two. Like, I, you know, maybe I could stay here for a little while. And Heidi says, yeah, we'll figure it out. And Holly even says, thanks, Spencer, for everything. Very gracious. And then she gets in a cab. They're not even dropping her off at the airport. No. And so also rude. And it also looks very early in the day. So I feel like she's been there for like a day. <clears throat> yeah. Like, showed up on Friday in the early afternoon, there all day Saturday, left Sunday morning. Or she's been there for a month and they didn't show us anything fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, as soon as Holly drives away, Spencer says, what do you mean she can stay here for a while? And Heidi just, she kind of scoffs at him and says, it's my sister, what was I supposed to say? And he storms out for a third time. Okay, I'm 100% on Spencer's side. I mean, no one wants anyone to stay with them for a prolonged period. But it was also wishy-washy. It was not a commitment. It was a what if I moved here kind of thing. I'm, it, and I'm coming at this from a bad place because I have a house guest right now and I fucking hate having house guests and I want him the fuck out of my house. But I'm on Spencer's side. Like she didn't check with him. She offered up their house as a place to stay. Heidi then says, oh, it would only be for a week or two. And he says, it's never just for a week or two, which is fucking true because I'm doing it with, dealing with it right now. Um, <laughs> So I'm with him. Like, and it's, they have a one bedroom apartment. It's not even like they have a two bedroom apartment. Like in this case, I'm on Spencer's side. To me, it just, it felt, I know that it will happen because it's, it's yeah. TV drama. But in this scene in particular, it felt like such a what if. I feel like if one of my siblings said that in front of my husband, I would say, sure, we'll figure it out. What really, when they called me to tell me it was happening, I'd be like, oh no, that, I didn't mean that. You can't stay here. <laughs> it felt very flimsy. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. If I was Holly, I like, I don't know. I feel like Heidi was saying, come stay with us. Well, it's because she has no one else to talk to, but Spencer won't put down his phone. Anyway, he stomps away for the third time in the episode. He uh, got the hat trick this time. Yep. <laughs> so then we are at People's Revolution. Final scene of the episode. Yes. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, oh no. I oh, no. Yeah, there's a big... Oh, my God. Big sorry, part sorry, end. sorry. Or People's Revolution for the second to last episode. And Whitney asks Lauren how the party was, and Lauren says that Lo wasn't there. She bailed. And then she said that Lo is trying. No, she's not. No, she's not. And then she says, 
And I'm asking Lo to jump through hoops for Audrina, and I don't think Lo wants to. What hoops? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was hilarious was that she also tells Whitney that she was so frazzled and running around because Lo that she ended up ignoring Doug for the whole bit. Doing what? Yeah. What were you doing? I don't know. What was there to do? She and did kind of ignore Doug, though. And she said, like, and Doug cooked for everyone. Like, what is this theme where Lauren brings dudes to parties and, and makes, makes them, them cook? cook? <laughs> this is the second time she's done it. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, new relationships. It's like, what? I'm sorry. If you invite me to a barbecue and then throw me in front of the barbecue, maybe do all the grilling, I'm going to be like, bitch, I'm out. Also, how was that so awkward? If the party was that painful, it wasn't painful enough that Doug didn't want to cook for all these hot topic looking people. That sounds like it's decently social. And it looked super fun. It looked like a really fun party. Yeah. People were in the pool. They were trying to throw the mohawk guy in. Like it looked like a fun party. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Um, also we forgot to mention that Justin Bobby showed up to a pool party wearing a long sleeve (laughs) leather jacket. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Um, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. So then Lauren says, well, I asked Lo to talk to Audrina because I can't take it anymore. Your life is so stressful, Lauren. Oh my God. <laughs> Audrina Hart, she lives in the backyard, first of all. It can't be that much of a stress. And see, that's the thing. I feel like all of this animosity and anger is purely because Audrina is keeping to herself. Like she hasn't said anything mean or nasty nope. or bitchy. She's just keeping to herself. I'm like, why would that make you hate someone? I don't know. So then in the final scene, and for real this time, I got it right. <laughs> Second time. Lo goes to Chateau Adrina to mm. talk to her. And the annex. Yeah. I describing this scene is is painful. So Lo asks Audrina if she had a good time at the party and Audrina says, yeah, it was so crazy. I had to just go out to the front yard for a little bit to get away from people. There were so many people here. Lo cuts her off and just says, yeah, it was fun. Being a total bitch. And Lo then says, I'm sorry that I was absent on your birthday. You know, she's feeling tension and she feels like she's making an effort and it's not reciprocated. And Lo says, I feel like you haven't given much back. Which is open and honest. And Audrina says, well, I feel on the outside a lot. You know, you and Lauren have been friends since you were kids. And, you know, I I feel like an outsider. Also, very honest. And then I don't really understand where it goes from here. It gets heated in a very fake way. Lo says, I feel like the blame is being put on me for the distance in your and Lauren's friendship. And she keeps interrupting Audrina. Mm-hmm. And Audrina ends up saying, well, I just don't care. We'll never be friends. Yeah, it went from zero to 60 in like 2.2. Like it was insane. Like they yeah. were having a very tense yet civil conversation and then kind of out of nowhere, Audrina was like, well, I just don't care. We will never be friends. And well, I'm like, what? Did, that, where did that come from? That part was also dubbed. And the other thing that I found sincere in the calmer part of the conversation, Lo said, I genuinely want to be friends with you. We live together. Yeah. 
So I actually think this is the only time in the episode where Lo is making an effort and being honest. Well, and it seemed like they were on, because of that, it seemed to me like they were on the road to recovery. And yes. then all of a sudden it right. was like, I don't care. I don't, we're we'll never be friends. Right. And I'm like, what? Where so I think what happened is they had a civil conversation about how they should both try harder. MTV didn't like the direction that was going in. They cut it off and they added this dub part where Audrina said, I don't care. We'll never be friends. And Lo slinks away. Possible. Although Lo didn't look happy when she left. Do you think they re they re-shot that? I don't know. Um, now, my other problem with this scene is I don't know who did Audrina's eye makeup, but it made her look developmentally delayed. Yeah. Like, it made her eyes look smaller than usual and more crooked than usual. And, like, it was... Because usually she has those big doughy eyes, and whatever they had done, they looked like teeny pea eyes, and it was gross and weird. I was too distracted by the hideous brown paint that is slathered all over this delightful, adorable, small pool house. See, I like it. Audrina and I have the same decorating aesthetic. We already know that. I like all the furniture. She always pulls it together. And I like that she always has a lot of white and flowy things. But this brown paint in a a house that small, I just, I, I can't. However, if it were charcoal gray, I would have been okay with it for some reason. I like the brown. Yeah. It's like a chocolate pudding brown. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to call it, and I disagree. <laughs> but anyway, that's where, that's where it ends. That is it. Yeah. Um, so Scenes from the season. But... Yeah, and it was kind of the same scenes that we got at the end of season three, so... And we can confidently tell you guys, if you're curious what's going to happen in season four, take this episode and add 19 more. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we get some really exciting she drama. We do. And it is refreshing to see Lauren, quote unquote, date someone again. But as far as the relationship dynamics that have played out tonight, just, yeah. just buckle in. More of the same. Yep. Um, okay, you guys. Well, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you next week. And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.